Welcome to the Be Still My Soul podcast. I'm Pastor Ray Brandon, pastor of Northbridge Church, and our church together is traveling through the New Testament now, utilizing the Gospel Project as our our guide, simply setting week to week to week with our small groups and then our daily studies for devotions, and we need to be so, uh, scripture-saturated people, and so we've chosen this format together as a church that keeps us together, keeps us interacting. Um, one of the most important resources are our relationships together around God's Word, the resource that we have that tells us about who God is Himself. Hey, before we get into daily study three, the reading from Romans 5, 12 through 15, I want to remind you about the intro series at Northbridge. Every single week between services, we have a 20-minute, we call it a class, it's more like a conversation in about Northbridge. And so we have the first Sunday of the month is Intro to Membership. That's not really the place that you may want to start. You might want to start the second Sunday of the month, which is Intro to Northbridge, and that gives you a general overview of our mission, our theology, um, uh, the ways that we do things, why do we check in, and children's ministry, and ministry to families and teens and all of that. So you'll have an opportunity to, in a very short amount of time, just have an orientation to Northbridge. Then there's introduction to small groups, and I would encourage you, um, if you bring somebody that's new, if you know somebody that's new, if they're getting involved in small groups, intro to small groups is the first stop. And there's a reason for this, is that people with no experience in small groups and people with all kinds of different church experience have expectations. And we want to help set those expectations for what small groups are about. What that does is it guarantees that that first experience that they have is rightly oriented. Oftentimes, um, our experiences are judged on our expectations. And so the best thing that you can do for somebody who's new to Northbridge, whether they have church experience or they don't, is to take them to an intro to small groups. And then, of course, there's intro to serving. If you're interested in serving, this is the, the conversation or class to be a part of. It's going to give you that overview of opportunities um, in Northbridge to serve. There are opportunities that we would say are on campus or at the Northbridge location. And then there's, there's opportunities to serve away from Northbridge. So um, do go to your church app or www.northbridge.me and uh, sign up. Or if you have somebody you're bringing to church that you want to get them deeper involved in, in church or they have questions, the, this is the place to go. It's the intro series at, at Northbridge that happens every single Sunday. So we are in Romans chapter 5, verses 12 through 15. What I want to do is read this passage. It's speaking about sin. And what I want to do is apply a theological concept from the book of Luke, the Gospel of Luke, to Paul's epistle. So I want us to think about something that happens over and over again in Luke when it comes to dealing with sin um, in our lives and in the world. So Paul is writing, and he is he's writing about sin, how it came into the world, how sin operates. He says this in verse 12, Therefore, just as sin came into the world through one man, and death through sin, and so death spread to all men because all sinned, 
For sin indeed was in the world before the law was given, but sin was not counted where there is no law. Yet death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over those whose sinning was not like the transgression of Adam, who was a type of the one to come. But the free gift is not like the trespass. For if many died through one man's trespass, much more have the grace of God and the free gift by the grace of that one man, Jesus Christ, abounded for many. So sin operates in a particular way. It infects everything. So Adam sinned, and the entire human race was infected. Now, the law came, and the law drew our attention to sin, but sin still had a punishment prior to the law, and that was death. Paul says that very clearly. But the free gift is not like the trespass. It says, for if many died through one man's trespass, much more have the grace of God and the free gift of grace that of, of that one man, Jesus Christ, abounded for the many. The, the grace of Jesus abounds. It, it, it cures what ails us and what kills us. And what kills us is our own sin. I want you to think about, though, this concept that comes up in, in Luke. Luke has an urgency to the mission of Jesus. He communicates an urgency in the mission of Jesus, a right now. And we think about sin, and we think about the free gift of Jesus, and, we, and, and I want you to think about your own life and what needs to change even in today, because that concept, the concept of this day or today, uh, relates to the outworking of God's plan. When does God's plan unfold in history? It unfolds day after day after day. And so when we think about our sin, whether it's confession of sin or it is coming to God for forgiveness of sin, you've never placed your faith and trust in Him. And so it's the first time that you're coming to Him. Or maybe um, it is is confessing a sin that has been habituated in, in your life. Or it is speaking to others to share how they can be rescued from their sin. How does God's plan unfold in, in the rescue of humanity? It unfolds day after day after day. So Paul, or I'm sorry, Luke, in his, his gospel, he, is, he has this unique emphasis on today. And it's, he, it begins in the, the, um, with the birth of Jesus. In Luke chapter 2, verse 11, it says, For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. God's plan unfolds in the gospel in this day, in today. Later, um, in Jesus's synagogue speech, which he outlined his mission, he spoke of, of Isaiah chapter 1, or I'm sorry, 61 in verse 1. Now, let me read that for you. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of prison to those who are bound. In verse 2, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn. Um, and um, also Isaiah 58, verse 6, is not this fast that I choose? 
Is not this the fast I choose, to loose the bonds of the wickedness, uh, to undo the straps of the yoke, to let the oppressed go free, and to break every yoke. Um, it's, he, he speaks of this in Luke chapter 4, verse 21, when he says, he's, Luke 4, 21 says, He began to say to them, Today the scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. And so he took Isaiah 61, 1 through 2, and Isaiah 58, 6, and said, Today this is fulfilled in your ears. The paralytic who came for healing and received forgiveness of sins, um, the people said, um, this is chapter 5 of Luke, um, that they had seen remarkable things today. Listen to the scriptures. And amazement seized them all, and they glorified God and were filled with awe, saying, we have seen extraordinary things today. The journey of Jesus to Jerusalem was put into terms of what must happen today and tomorrow. In chapter 13, um, he said to them, go and tell that fox, behold, I cast out demons and perform cures today and tomorrow. And the third day I finish my course. Nevertheless, I must go on my way today and tomorrow and the day following, for it cannot be that a prophet should perish away from Jerusalem. Um, there are more references um, in, in Luke. Uh, when Jesus came into Jerusalem on the what's called the triumphal entry, and uh, on the thief on the cross, Jesus promised today, you will see me in paradise. This emphasis that Luke has on today underscores the prophecies of the Old Testament and their fulfillment in Jesus, but it highlights an immediacy in the availability of God's power in this moment. And so we read here in, in Romans that sin has brought death into the world through Adam, but Jesus, the second Adam, he brings blessing. And we read in Luke's gospel that this blessing is immediate. It's available today by the power of the Spirit of God. Salvation is here and now. Now, I think that changes something because oftentimes we put off what God has for us to tomorrow or the next day. But God is saying to us today, Christian, what are you going to do with that sin? Christian, what are you going to do with that opportunity that I have provided for you? Christian, how are you storing up and treasuring Scripture in your heart today? Christian, are you spending time with me, your Savior, today? What are you doing today? Open your calendar. Um, look at your plans do you have plans? Do you, are you thinking about opportunities? Are you treasuring up scripture? Are you sharing the salvation that comes through Jesus? Are you doing it today?